You're watching My Fellow Americans with your host, Spike Cohen. Hey, welcome to, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. What? What? Oh, you. Welcome to my fellow Americans. I am literally Spike Cohen. Um, if you're watching this uh, live, or I guess if you're not watching it live, however you're watching this, please uh, share this video so that not just you, but you share the gift of Spike Cohen with everyone that you know, all of your friends. Uh, please do that uh, for your sake and theirs. Um, if you are watching this on YouTube, please like the video. Please press the subscribe button. After you press the subscribe button, press the next button that says that you want a notification every time there's a video from us at Muddied Waters Media. Then go to your notification settings, turn the volume all the way up, pick the loudest ringtone or notification uh, noise that you have so that even if you're sleeping, I don't want you to miss even a single thing that is put out on our YouTube channel. Uh, I care too much about you for that to happen. Um, I would, as always, I'd like to thank, uh, Muddy Waters Media for giving me this opportunity to have this show. Uh, they pushed me. I've been thinking of doing this for a while and I finally, uh, pulled the trigger and started on this. I would like to thank Kroger for my delicious Kroger flavored water that I drink on this and every episode of My Fellow Americans. Oh, that is delicious water. Kroger, bringing you the only libertarian flavored water that I know of, um, Good to the last drop, Kroger water. Uh, as always, a uh, shout out to uh, Tehran Turks' mom and them. Power to the people. 
Um, the intro and outro music that I use in this and every episode so far anyway of My Fellow Americans is by my great friend Joe Davi, uh, J-O-D-A-V-I. You can check him out on Facebook. You can check him out on SoundCloud. You can check him out on the Bandcamp where you can go and purchase all of his music at full price, please. Do not just, you know, do not just play it on SoundCloud and not, but go and buy it. Go and buy his music. Great music. Joe Davi. My guest tonight is, I'm so excited to have her. She is inarguably the most famous conservative who hasn't blocked me on Facebook yet. Uh, she is the star of Red, Right, and True. Uh, and she is a, a growing star in the uh, conservative millennial movement and just an amazing person all around. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming the beautiful and talented Miss Ellie May. Ellie, thank you for joining us tonight. Hey, that was quite the intro. I'm like a little intimidated now because that was so amazing. Hi. Hey, it's great to have you. Don't feel intimidated because I actually gave Thank an even you. better I even gave an even better intro to Kroger Water. So so don't feel bad. That's true. But thank That's you true. for joining. I'm very excited to have you on. Uh you are one of my favorite people online. Uh I love your humor. It's very similar humor to mine. I like watching your uh uh gushy relationship with your fiance Victor. Congratulations, by the way, uh you guys on your on your um on your uh, engagement. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Humor. That's of that. So true. And that's pretty much the only reason I haven't blocked you yet. Nice. I'm just kidding. Actually, we have similar views as well. Um, but yeah. So can you hear me still? I hear you perfectly. Uh, I, yeah. Perfectly. No. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yay. Um, but yeah. Similar senses of humor. We both um, we both don't really enjoy the government. I mean, maybe more than me, but still, it's it's always fun chatting with you and joking around on uh, on on memes and stuff like that. It's yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it is. You know, it, it's it, there's degrees of of hatred of government. It is. I do consider it part of my life's work to uh, convert you to anarcho capitalism. But you know, baby steps, one one day at a time. Uh, we, we would get there together. This is so exciting for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited to have you on. I'm excited to have you on. I guess we can get right into uh, uh, what's going on with the news and everything right now. Um, uh, I don't know if you've heard this yet, but uh, Alex Jones has been banned from almost the entire Internet. Um, he's uh, he's off of Facebook. He's off of YouTube. He is off of uh, um, what else is he off of? He's off of Instagram. What's that? Yeah. Spotify, I think. Yeah, he's off of Spotify. Um, I think he's still on Twitter. Twitter is holding out. He's off of YouPorn, which I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why he was on YouPorn. Yeah, I'm not sure why he was on YouPorn, but he is no longer on YouPorn. So anyone who's you know concerned about Alex Jones when you're surfing for porn, rest rest easy. He's he's no longer on there. Um, but uh, I'm not I'm not sure what happened there. Um, but uh, it, it's it's been very interesting to watch how quickly it happened. And, uh, uh, and it's kind of unsettling. Uh, there's been a, a little bit of a, of a, or not a little bit, but there's been quite a bit of a debate on whether that is more of a free speech issue that, you know, his freedom of speech is being, uh, you know, being, uh, 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 you know, censored, or if it's more of a freedom of association issue where, you know, these are private platforms and they have, you know, a, a right to, to, you know, ban who they want, or if it's something in between, I, I was curious what your thoughts were on that. Uh, and also how big of a, an Alex Jones fan you are anyway. You know, now I want to be a bigger Alex Jones fan <laughs> because of this this kind of thing. Um, right. And I, 
I don't not like him, if right. that says anything. I have a lot of friends who really, really like him, and I think he does have some good input. I, he's he's counted as crazy, so I don't know why people feel so afraid of him because the most people already think he's crazy. So why censor him if people already discredit him because you know he says stuff about the frogs turning gay and all of these things. <laughs> um, but actually, speaking of frogs, this is to me sort of the the frog in the boiling water where, you know, they're going to start with Alex Jones and uh, because no one's going to defend Alex Jones right, except right, for right. people who believe in principle or people who are his loyal supporters. Um, so they'll, they'll start with him and then they'll slowly chip away at other uh, people on the right who have voices in the media. Um, they're cutting his income. Uh, basically, they're uh, killing jobs because people who work for him, this is going to hurt them. That's a good point. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And that's not a surprise that people on the left are killing jobs. Um, but they're systematically, <laughs> they're systematically just censoring not only him, but other people. You know, it's, it's been proven that they've shadow banned people on the right. Um, but, you know, they're free to do that. So when you're talking about freedom, freedom of association, yeah, I, I do think they're free to do that but it's this kind of forced conformity that they do through intimidation and intolerance that is why so many people are walking away from the left you see the walk away movement and it is a huge thing going on and the left tries to discredit that as russian bots and things like that but people are the literally by the thousands that they are real people through selfie videos and things like that and people are leaving because of this kind of fascist crap um and you know they're free to do it but it doesn't make it uh right and it doesn't make it uh appealing to stick around with people who want to censor uh alex jones well and that's the thing right so so i i you know my my initial reaction obviously very you know propertarian you know when, when i deal with this type of stuff my first thought was well this is their property they can do that if they want but then mm -hmm. like you said the next discussion is is it right that they did it and yeah. and people are also free to they're free to you know kick whoever they want off and people are free to respond to that so i i i tend to agree with you that this may be you know a test case you know okay we can kick off alex jones now how about say um i'm trying to think of another you know prominent you know uh controversial conservative uh uh, uh stephen crowder you know we'll kick off stephen crowder next or we'll yeah. kick off you know the, the ones that are the most you know and kind of work your way down until until you know they're 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 kicking out mainstream conservatives you know does that happen and and i guess the short answer is i think if that does happen if they go much further i think you are going to start seeing people say well wait a second i'm on here to you know express myself and if you know, if people that I want to express myself with or people whose opinions I agree with aren't welcome here, then they're, you know, the, the beauty of the Internet is that, you know, people can find other platforms. I, I, I will be interested to see um, how, uh, because supposedly I've heard, I don't know if there's been any analytics on this, but I've heard people say that m more people than ever are visiting the, the InfoWars website and, and, you know, checking out what's on there. Um, I'm interested to see if that will, you know, if he'll see a, you know, a big increase in people saying Hey, what even is Alex? Because I mean, most people have probably never heard of Alex Jones before. So you know, it'll be interesting yeah. to see if they'll say, "Hey, w what is Alex Jones?" and go and check out his stuff and see, you know, like if he gets a, a boost in in ratings from it. 
It's kind of like Milo. He was uh, banned from Twitter. So I think maybe the fact that Twitter didn't ban Alex Jones, maybe that was because they've already ha- they already have a history of doing that to Milo. He was like the only person banned from Twitter. Um, and then, you know, they have uh, this whole thing right now. So maybe they're just trying to save face. Um, and I think Twitter is struggling anyways to hold on to users. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's just it's i'm glad that more people are going to his website i'm actually very glad about that i have a love-hate relationship with him and um i it's just insane that the left thinks they are fighting fascism when they are literally shutting down free speech and of course it's not government protected free speech i mean it's just they are censoring people and they're afraid of crazy people like Alex Jones that say how fragile <laughs> right. is your agenda. Yeah, it really, yeah, it, it really does make you wonder, um, you know, like you said, how, how fragile they are. But um, interesting, interestingly enough, uh, um, so the gay frog thing, you know, when I heard it, I'm like, okay, he's, he's lost his mind. So it, it actually, what he said is actually true. The, uh, I forget, yeah. it's, it's not called atrophy, whatever it's called, that it's something that's in, um, uh, a, a lot of antidepressants or something like that. And it's something that is a, a chemical byproduct. And uh, they have found that it, it makes frogs change their genders. They actually change their biological yeah. sex. So it doesn't turn them gay, but it, it does actually affect their, it, it does actually affect their, uh, it turns them yeah. into, if they're men, it turns them into women. And if they're, you know, female frogs, it turns them into male frogs and vice versa. So even that had a, a bit of truth to it. But then, yeah. you know, you know, he did it in his Alex Jones way uh, of, you know, I don't want the frickin frogs gay. Uh, but even that was true. So, you know, it's, it's one of those, you know, second look at Alex Jones possibly being the, you know, a purveyor of truth. Yeah, exactly. And even when things are proven true, the left will still say you're crazy. That isn't true. And it's just it's impossible to argue sometimes. Another in, in sort of in that same vein, uh, we're seeing where uh, uh uh, Candace Owens, uh, is that, that's her name, right? Candace Owens. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Candace Owens, um, that she went and tried to get some food somewhere or get, uh, um, I don't know, something to eat or whatever. And she was like tracked down, I guess I, someone, I don't know if someone tipped her off or they were following her, but, uh, um, uh, what looked like several dozen or, you know, a hundred or so activists, left-wing activists tracked her down or, or knew she was going to be there and started screaming at her. And they were screaming F white supremacy, which is kind of funny because they were like pretty much all white people screaming <laughs> F white supremacy at a black woman. But all that aside, they, uh, uh, great optics there, but, um, they, you know, screeched at her while she was just trying to enjoy her meal or whatever. And, uh, and ended up, um, you know, I think she ended up leaving because it was just too much. And, uh, you know, is that the new, you know, what does that say about, and I, I think you and I might be a little bit different on this. I see little difference policy wise between the authoritarian left and the authoritarian right, but there's definitely yeah. a big difference socially in terms of, 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 of how the interaction happens. I don't see a lot of shouting down from the right and maybe it's because they're in charge right now, but I, I, I don't recall a lot of it during the Obama years. And if, if someone's watching this and wants to correct me, uh, feel free to comment with something I'm forgetting. But um, is this, you know, is the left, are, are the, is, is this, you know, they're, they're how they've always done it? Or is this just, they're so upset that Trump got elected. They're so upset that, you know, things are happening that they don't like or that they're being told not to like that they have just 
you know, they're, they're finished with, you know, trying to build coalitions and they just want to scream at people now. So, well, first of all, in the Obama years, you saw the Tea Party movement, which right, right, was right. just a bunch of, you know, people gathering with their American flags and probably a Budweiser beer or something like that. I mean, it was nothing like this when they were protesting uh, high taxes, whatever. Anyway, um, the reason they are being like this is truly, I believe, because of the media. And in order to have outrage, you have to post these crazy stories that make people really upset elitist pretentious literally the most delusional people and uh, i'm not talking about just regular democrats i'm talking about these crazy leftists um because it's scary and they like to point the finger uh jim acosta was saying something about he's worried about violence happening when it's like there's been just a montage of violence in the last couple months um from the left just it's it's so scary. And then what they do is they don't even let her talk. They just start screaming all at the same time. Right, shouting they just down. start yeah. screaming and blowing whistles. Yeah. And it's, you know, they think this is literally my favorite tactic of the left. When they say that you're a self-hating person, that you're doing stuff against your own best interests. First of all, no, you do not know me. And second of all, right, right, right. It, it, you the, the people on the right, not all of them, obviously more, uh, some are more authoritarian, et cetera, but they are trying to be independent and they are trying to live and let live. Leave me alone. That's literally what most of us believe in. Right. And if that is what they think is going against our best interests, I'm seriously concerned about their mental state of mind because I don't know how that's a problem. And actually, I believe liberals in the past have felt that way too you know this is why collectivism is just disgusting and uh there's there's no room for a different approach to society you know uh they accuse you of being a nazi if you don't uh conform to their beliefs which is insanely delusional um and tolerance and collectivism just can't coexist because they all conform this way uh because they give into uh crazy media um propaganda that tells them that uh people on the right are trying to be hitler in germany and it's like i actually just want you to leave me alone and i want to leave you alone and i don't care what you do just leave me alone and stop taxing the crap out of everybody please right that's all we're asking right i don't know that's so crazy (laughs) yeah well and that's the thing with collectivism and, and there's this sort of like i guess it's collective they're collectivizing the whole thing so it's like if you don't want you know taxpayer funded you know, government-run healthcare. Well, then you don't want people to have healthcare. Or you want if you, to die. yeah, you yeah. want people to die. If you, if you, if you don't want a a top-down, centrally planned school system, you want children to be dumb and not go to school. Like it's yeah. it's it can't possibly be that you know this system isn't working and that you know services are best. You know, uh, uh, the best way to get services is from competing providers in a free market instead of a, you know, a violent monopoly that, you know, is going to tell you how it works. It couldn't possibly be that that we clearly just want everyone to die and also be uneducated until they die. Um, You know, it can't it can't possibly be another way. And it's it's like you said, there's a little bit of an unhinged, uh, a little bit of an unhinged thing there. I've said, you know, and I mean. There are certainly things, you know, that I find that, you know, with with, you know, for example, like, you know, border security and things like that. There are certain things that I find that that the, the right will do that within certain things. But the left, definitely, it seems like everything has to be at least somewhat controlled by government. And so that's why I've always said I, I definitely agree more 
in principle anyway with with people on the right than on the left because you know put it this way we both want government to be smaller than it is now we then disagree yeah. exactly how small we want it to be i'd like it to be so tiny that i can i can drown it in the toilet but i i you know in the in the meantime in the meantime i'm okay with seeing it go in 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 that direction toilet direction and the left seems to be wanting it to go there may be a couple things they want to get rid of but for the most part they want to you know see it you know spiral out of control the other way yeah, it's amazing. You know, they're calling to abolish ICE. And I was like, wow, it's the first time the left has actually wanted to shrink government. Good job. Guys. I was with them. I was like, let's why stop there? And they're like, no, no, we just want to stop there. I'm like, no, no, there's so many other alphabet. <laughs> there's so many start with a we can there's so many ATF. No, 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 just ICE. I'm like, oh, damn it. All right, never mind. Um, so uh, or BATF, whatever they're called now. Um, they, uh, you know, so it, it, I, I don't I don't get it. I, I know. You know, uh, I haven't followed it closely. Maybe you have, but there are these right wing groups like Patriot Prayer and they dress up like uh, superheroes, it seems like. And they like go out to like Portland and I think they're going to D.C. next. And they they uh, you know, they they have these protests where I'm not sure exactly what they're doing. Um, But then the, you know, Antifa follows them around and they basically get in these giant, you know, these giant fights on the street. Uh, you know, like yeah. it's like it's double dragon or something like like I'm, I feel like I'm playing, you know, I'm a kid playing, uh, you know, street fighting games again. Um, but they like, um, you know, and, and it seems like it, it's just kind of crazy because it's like it seems like and I'm not again, I'm not following it very closely, but Patriot Prayer, these other groups, they don't seem like they are. They're prepared for a fight, but they don't say, let's go out and beat the crap out of the left. It's more like let's go out and prepare yourself because Antifa follows us around and tries to tries to 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 fight with us and and it, it's kind of crazy and, it, and it's you know the, and and the whole time Antifa's fighting them they're screaming you know die fascist scum and down with neo Nazis and all this stuff and it's like and again I don't know Patriot Prayer that well from what I've read about them they don't seem to be neo Nazis like they're definitely on the right. And there's certainly some right authoritarians, and there have definitely been like the thing in Charlottesville and other things where where, where neo Nazis have 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 shown up and, and kind of ruined things. But for the most part, it seems like most of these groups are just they're like standard fare, young Republican pro Trump people that you know want to go and have a rally and and not be beat up. Is that it, you, maybe you've been following this more? Is is that sort of what it seems like to you, or? or is, I- yeah, I briefly, um, I briefly saw something about that. And uh, I think that's all kind of silly. Um, and, you know, I think it's good to protest in some cases. But uh, I don't know if you're just being followed around by Antifa, it's just kind of pointless. Um, but I think really quick, making a quick point, the biggest thing that I have a, a problem with is the left thinking like you were talking about like we just want people to die um and because we don't believe in their solutions to certain problems um i think the biggest thing that i realized when i sort of had my eyes opened about politics and and modern uh, left and right situations was that we have no longer looked to ourselves to solve problems we don't look you know, our neighbors to be like, hey, like, let's help our so-and-so to, you know, pay for his surgery or anything like that. Not that we should resort to that, but the idea of being self-sufficient instead of going directly to the government for a law to be made is completely not 
it's not a mindset anymore at right, all. Right. Uh, everyone's first instinct is to say, okay, we need a law made. We need the government to fix Someone this. Someone needs to do something. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that is just not the case. So you have people who believe, hey, maybe we could be more self-sufficient. We could be independent. We can look to ourselves to solve, uh, you know, business problems. There's hunger problems. And we actually have the resources to start doing that ourselves instead of going to the government and say, hey, forcefully tax everybody to pay for, you know, food for so-and-so when you could literally just go help feed people yourself. Um, yeah, I kind of want to circle there. But so you have people believing, believing stuff like that. And then you have people believing that government is the answer and they're clashing. And, you know, it's just, it's crazy. And it's, it's so silly, but I do believe the right needs to make more of a presence um, in certain areas. I saw a tweet about how if young Turks were pulled like Alex Jones, people would be outside protesting and things like that because they're That's louder true. and they do more to get attention to things, um, which I don't even necessarily agree with. But in some cases, I think it's smart to sort of play by their rules if we want a, a chance to preserve any amount of liberty. Yeah, I, that's actually a good point. The The left, uh, whether they're in office or not and whether it's effective or not, they definitely they know how to make a crowd come out and scream for, for a couple hours, you know, for the better part of a day, at least. Um Again, whether not you know smarter people than me can say how effective that's been, but I mean the Occupy protests, the anti-war movement that suddenly stopped existing for eight years, um, uh, uh, from two thousand nine yeah. to beginning of twenty what twenty seventeen, all of a sudden yeah. they became uh, anti-war again. Right around the end of January of twenty seventeen, they were they were anti-war again. We're against war. We don't like war. Uh, we were busy uh, for a few years there, but uh, you know, but but they they get out there. Um, it's very interesting because uh, uh, Trump, uh, at least so far, appears to be far less warlike than, or at least in terms of the actual, you know, bombings that he's having, you know, done and, and you know, drone attacks and whatever else that he's having done than Obama or, or Bush or even Clinton were. And so the anti-war left that was ready to, you know, protest uh, Trump, who was going to start World War Three, have like they're just mad you know they're still out there they're mad about all sorts of things but it's like they, they sort of lost their momentum because there's it's, it appears to be less bombing going on now than when you know i mean he hasn't started a war at this point uh you know obama was correct me if i'm wrong but at this point obama had already announced we were going to be staying in afghanistan i mean trump definitely i'm not a you know me i'm not a, a trump fan he definitely yeah. talks a bunch of crap about bombing the hell out of everybody but in terms of what he's doing he's pretty much stayed the course and if anything kind of he de-escalated Syria uh, and uh, and seems to seems to, you know, not want to get into into wars. He's he's great with, you know, talking and, and trying to he's sort of the opposite of the uh, speak softly and carry a big stick. He's like scream loudly and threaten the hell out of everyone and let them know you have a big stick and maybe they'll leave us alone type of thing, um, mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, he hasn't he hasn't bombed any new countries yet. So, you know, they're not there. But no, the left definitely. uh the left definitely likes to, to get out and protest. Do you think it's just a difference in mindset? Like you said, the right tends to look, again, there are certain things where the right can get collectivist too, uh, mm -hmm. uh, especially if it's something that's authorized in the constitution. There's definitely like, well, the constitution says we need to be, you know, collectively doing this thing. And so that, yeah. that sort of gives way to any kind of individualism. Uh, but, mm -hmm. but with that said, there is definitely more of an individualistic mindset in the right in general. Do you think that's part of why they aren't likely to, you know, form these massive, you yes. know, collectives and go out in the street, street and scream it at everyone? 
It's exactly why. And it's why we have such a hard time uh, with the culture and things like that, because we don't think in terms of the masses. We think of, of things in terms of the individual. We don't, right. I don't care what you're doing. So right, I'm not right, going right. to go out and, you know, make a huge group of people to protest a thing that I think should be changed through law. Um, so, I mean, it does occasionally happen, but it is completely the mindset of individualism versus collectivism. And again, it's why we have such a hard time with the culture. And, uh, you know, you see the left attacking people for what they like on Twitter. You see the left attacking people, um, you know, for what church they go to or things like right. that. Um, and you will not see that uh, the right won't be looking through Twitter to see what leftists, you know, like unless they're attacked. Uh, so if a leftist is like, hey, this person likes so and so on Twitter, then the, the right will probably, you know, return fire and dig up their Twitter. But it's not like people on the right care enough to be like digging through people's Twitter. Oh, they misgendered someone. No one cares. Right. I don't right. care about I literally have bills to pay. I don't care. And it's selfish for you to think that I do care. I right. don't. I right. just want to get groceries and pay bills. I don't care what you do with your life. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, so there was uh, recently, and, and again, this was sort of like you said, sort of a counterattack type thing. After there was some doxing of prominent conservatives, things that they had said and done, uh, Mike Chernovich, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, he, he uh, was able to dig up something from uh, Dan Harmon, who's the guy behind Rick and Morty, and he found some old, uh, you know, uh, video he did that was a spoof of uh, Dexter, and it was where he was like, it was pretty, uh, he was like uh, uh, simulating, uh, he had like baby dolls and simulating having sex with them or something like that. And, and and the whole thing was that it was a spoof of like, you know, okay, this upsets you, but Dexter murdering people doesn't. But again, he was also murdering bad people, if I recall. But anyway, all that to say, that was a, uh, if I recall, a reactionary thing that it was like something someone on the right had been, you know, doxxed on Twitter or whatever. Um, and so he, you know, in, 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 in retaliation, they went after Dan Harmon, who I didn't know was even considered a leftist, but I, I, I don't know. Um, but um, it really, and it, the interesting thing is that it really doesn't matter because again, we, we've talked about on the right, there's, you know, people more authoritarian. They, they say we a lot more, we need to do this. We need to do yeah. that. Um, or, and there's people that are more, I mean, I'm probably as, I'm probably what would be considered libertarian, right? Um, as far libertarian and as far right as, as, as exists. But um, it really doesn't matter what you are. To Antifa, we're all fascists. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter if we're not Antifa, if we're even moderate Democrats. You know, like, whatever we are that isn't, you know, as far to the left as possible. I mean, everyone is, I mean, they, they beat up trash cans and then scream about Nazism. Like, I mean, that pretty much everything and everyone is a Nazi except for them. And I... It, there's not really any pleasing people like that. Yeah. They're crazy. Yeah. And it's sad. And I've seen more about them in the news in the last week. I was just thinking, gosh, I haven't heard of anything about them in a long time. And I was so happy about it. And now this past week, I'm like, oh my gosh, please stop. Go home. <laughs> you know what it was? They probably were getting the same sense you were. They're like, you know, we haven't been in the news recently. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all this other stuff going on, we need to, we need to get our name back out there. I I've yet to meet anyone who wasn't already, you know, a hardcore, you know, revolutionary left winger who has been, who likes what they're doing. Like I know a lot of, you know, people on the left who are very, 
you know, very left wing. Uh, they're, you know, reasonable. They're not extremists or revolutionaries or whatever, but they're, they're on the left very solidly. And they're mm -hmm. like, why don't these people stop doing this? They're not making, you know, they're not, you know, uh, in their mind, they're like, you know, Trump is this horrible president. And all you're doing is distracting from that. And, and I will say this. It's hard to look more outrageous than Trump. And Antifa easily does that every time they do anything. You know, Trump tweeting something pales in comparison to several hundred people going out and like just beating up random people at a school or something because Ben Chaparro is going to talk there. Like it's yeah. it's just kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I actually uh, had originally intended on talking about this in the last episode and we got off on, on such a long tangent about other stuff that we never got around to it. My favorite subject that is happening right now in the world uh 3d printed guns uh i am so excited even though it's it's blown out of proportion you, you can't just press a button on a printer and get a ghost gun that with plastic bullets like i mean it's it it, it, it as it is right now it's still easier to like buy the parts and assemble it yourself than than you know print it out at on on a you know ten thousand twenty thousand dollar printer but yeah. the fact that but we're headed there right like i mean i remember what the internet was like when i was in a, a teenager it was dial up and you know there wasn't if you wanted to download a, a you know a, a 360 resolution video it took three hours and it was two minutes long like i mean the technology will eventually get to a much more uh in my mind amazing place where you just oh i want i want this gun and you buy the material to get it and you, you you press a few buttons and you, you know prints out the different parts and then you put it together and you're like I got a ghost gun like I, that you know that I'm me people get really uh, wide eyed when I get excited about it but I'm like everyone's gonna have whatever gun they want and it doesn't you know there's nothing anyone can do about it um, and so Cody Wilson I have a huge uh, I guess anarchist crush on Cody Wilson or whatever whatever you want to call it but a big fan of his de uh, defense distributed he's the guy that had the files. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, let me ask you, what is your opinion before we go on to a whole, uh, this whole rabbit hole, what is your opinion on the whole 3d printed gun thing? Well, so, okay. I have a little story. So, uh, in November in Rancho Tehama, California, okay. um, a man carried out a mass shooting with two ghost guns. Actually, it was just one ghost gun, but he had two, um, and it was in California where AR-15s are essentially illegal. Right. And what did he have a, a ghost gun version of? An AR-15. Right. So he skirted around these gun laws. Um, and this was not discussed for as long as I can remember. And guess what? It's still not being discussed. He yeah, I was going to say, I don't even remember that. Yeah. Five. Yeah, I'm sure no one's heard of this, whoever's listening. He killed five people. He shot up an elementary school. I don't think any uh, elementary kids died. But um, the media would not cover this because he got around the gun control measures. Um, and I talk about this all the time because it's just a perfect example of the manipulating media and, you know, whatever fits their agenda, they'll use. And both sides do that. Don't get me wrong. But unfortunately, we have a very far left media. Um, but... So, yeah, this this has gone on, you know, for a very long time. And now the left, since enough time has passed, has decided, OK, 3D guns are now our boogeyman. Um, my dad, sorry to throw him under the bus, especially on his birthday, but he's a Democrat. And um, happy, I, he, happy birthday anyway. Yeah. Happy birthday, dad. Um, he's super anti-gun, like super, super, super oh, anti-gun. Wow. 
um, especially lately. And um, like, he won't even speak to me about guns. He won't hear anything I have to say, which is uh, annoying, but whatever. Um, uh, so still happy birthday, though. Being, he was talking about being concerned about 3D guns just a couple days ago. I was visiting. Right. And I was like, now you're concerned? I'm like, this has been going on for so long. A mass shooting was was carried out uh, by one of these in November in California where they are illegal and AR-15s are illegal. Why wasn't this talked about? Why were you, you, you concerned about it then? Blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, wait, what are you saying? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's the Democrats who don't want you to hear about these things. And it's just so frustrating. Um, and I think maybe that kind of made him see things differently. I doubt it. But um, yeah, no one hears about this. And it's just a perfect example of how you can get around gun control laws. Um, and the guy's totally crazy. His his mugshot is just insane. And uh, he was even barred from getting uh, pistols and things like that prior to to this. Anyway, so he, so he was already weapons. banned from having from owning any weapons. Yes. He was like on a list. So he still didn't, so he didn't care. So, so oddly enough, this tends to mean that maybe criminals don't care about what the rules are. If that's what, Isn't if I'm that, hearing you right. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I don't, you know, and I, I, maybe I just, as I'm listening to you talk, I think I'm going to start saying, you know, if you ban 3d printed guns, if you outlaw 3d printed guns, only outlaws exactly. will have 3d printed guns. So get your own 3d it's printed crazy. gun. It's so stupid. Yep. It's just, they just need a boogeyman all the time. And it's frustrating because obviously we all care so much about when people are killed. Of course. We just have different solutions to how to prevent that. But the left won't even hear a word we have to say. And I will be, I, I will be that type of conservative to say the Constitution does give us that right. Or, you know, it, it, the Second Amendment is there. And we should be able to preserve it. And uh, it's just it's so frustrating to hear some of what these leftists will say. And then, you know, they're surrounding themselves with armed security and all of this crap. And it is very, very hypocritical. It's very frustrating. And it's a broken record. So I feel just cliche and unoriginal talking about it. But it's it's frustrating. Yeah, absolutely. And and going back to I, I, I appreciate the fact that you that you, you know, almost apologize for referencing the Constitution on my show. But but uh, but it's fine because it's actually true. I find myself one of the few times that I'm arguing uh, not necessarily in favor of the Constitution, but it, the reality of it is talking about guns that the, 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 the founders are fairly clear in when it was yeah. written. Um, and we can have a whole show about why that was put there uh, so that Patrick Henry wouldn't round all of them up and, and kill them. But, um, uh, you know, essentially it was it, it came down to it was in unequivocal that, you know, people were not supposed to be restricted in their in their firearms ownership at all. And and yes, they were students of history. Yes, they knew that it wouldn't always be muskets. And, and yes, the, the, the idea was that if the government can have it, we can have it. And we're not even necessarily concerned about the government having it. This is just about the fact that people can have it. Uh, you know, that's what that is about. Now, again, we can go into a whole thing about how the first seven articles further restrict our rights to the point that the Bill of Rights don't matter. But all, all, all of that aside, the Second Amendment is, is very clear, which is why whenever you get in front of a, a, a constructionist court, they are pretty clear in saying, no, that's what it said. It said that, you know, whether you like it or not, it said that you can you can you can have this. The 3D printed yeah. gun thing 
is also a First Amendment issue or, or, you know, a freedom of speech issue in that they're just sharing publicly available schematics and, and, and transposing it onto like a CAD program so that a printer can print it. They're not selling you anything. They're not, um, they're literally just saying, here's how to make this. It's, it's just an elaborate way of saying, here's how to make this. And that's not illegal. And if you made that illegal, that would, I mean, you know, obvious slippery slope there um, that they could, you know, what else can I not say how to make? Um, so, so no, I, I agree with you there. Um, I find it funny that your dad is, is, is anti-gun. I, I always, I always find that funny when, when you have people that are, you know, that their, their parents are like to the left and they're like hardcore conservatives. I always find that funny. Yeah. He's big, big on the environment, big anti-gun. Oh, he's, he's, I love him. Like we're so close, <laughs> but yeah, it's ash big time with politics. Now, what, what would you say? When did, did you, you know, what, so, what was that moment that brought you to being a conservative or was it sort of an evolution that happened over time? Well, my mom is a uh, conservative. And so growing up, I kind of, they're divorced. My parents are divorced. So I had both sides sort of to look at, Okay. Um, but she actually, this is so crazy. Um, I was like, I like that Obama is helping, you know, people with uh, Obama phones, whatever. And she's like, what? No, that is coming out of someone's paycheck. I'm like, what do you mean? They're free. Like, this is literally what I thought. And right, I went right, to a right. good school. It's literally what I thought. Well, they don't teach you this stuff at school. Yeah. They... And she's like, no. Like, and then from there, I'm like, you cannot justify that. That's crazy. Right, right, right. So um, that was kind of my my aha moment. But honestly, it was that and uh, Rush Limbaugh. I can't imagine you're a fan of him, but he really helped me see things differently, or at least just shed light in areas that I didn't know were so dimmed. I guess, it, like when you grow up hearing so much leftist crap uh, and then someone kind of shines a light on it, you're like, Oh my gosh, wait, what? How how was I so brainwashed? (laughs) So, well, he has, he has a very compelling program. I actually don't have a lot of bad to say about rush other than I think he, I think he's very smart and I think he's very, I think he does have very strong principles. I think he completely suspends them when it comes to certain politicians, uh, namely Trump. Um, uh, And that's a calculated business decision. Um, but, but regardless, I mean, you know, look, I'm, I'm making $0. So who am I to talk, uh, about, about who, what they, someone does on their show. Um, but, uh, um, he's actually compelling listening. I've only listened to a few of his episodes and this would have been when Bush was, I don't think I've ever even listened to him when Obama was president. So just to give you perspective on when it was, but it's definitely a compelling program and it, it's, you know, there's a reason he's able to talk for three hours straight and have millions yeah. of people tune in every day uh, or every weekday. Um, you know, uh, he, he's definitely got a compelling program and there's definitely, I'm sure there are plenty of people who's, who's, you know, red pill experience started with brush or, uh, I, I don't know how many started with Hannity, but definitely with rush. Um, uh, 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 I, I, I don't want to bad mouth people, but I, I definitely think rush is, 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 uh, is compelling viewing. So I'm not, I'm not surprised to hear that that was a big part of, uh, of what, of, of what draw you to it. Um, talking specifically about this, the thing with the 3d printed guns, Cody Wilson, uh, was, uh, uh, he had a, a, an agreement with the state department with that, that would allow him to, you know, basically, uh, show these, these things on, on his website that, you know, where you can download, uh, the, the files to, uh, to the 3d print guns on the $25,000 printers that everyone has. Um, but, uh, at the last minute, uh, a court order uh, put an injunction on him, uh, banning him from hosting the files. Um, but and just to show how ridiculous the whole thing is, there's already a ton of websites that have it. 
it's all fully available. They're arguing in court or they're awaiting a court date to argue over whether they can host these things that you can already, there's a website, codeisfreespeech.com. There's a ton of, like, it's already out there, right? Like, it's it, this is true Pandora's box stuff, which is what I love about it. Like, there's nothing you, this is the beauty of the internet and, and, and the, the decentralized nature of it. Once it's out there, that's it. You can arrest yeah. the person that put it out there. You can, you know, draw and quarter them. You can throw them in jail for the rest of their lives. You can, you know, execute them. You can round up, you know, hundreds of people, anyone that has it. It's out there. It's already out there. There's nothing anyone can do about it. Um, and, uh, and I love that. I think if I, I, if I were an anti-gun person, I would be horrified right now. Um, yeah. but, but, but there's nothing that can be done about it. Um, yeah. uh, you know, and, and, and that's always interesting to me, but, um, so it appears that Trump hasn't talked a lot about it, but it seems like he appears to be against it. He said that it doesn't make sense, uh, makes no sense to him. And, uh, the Democrats are definitely against it. Um, you know, it's the worst thing that ever happened since the last thing that they were outraged about. Uh, the uh, NRA released a statement. Uh, they sort of sidestepped whether they support 3D gun printing, and they focused on the fact that it's already... They, they were focusing on some of the politicians who said, oh, you know, this will allow you to make undetectable guns and, you know, and all of that. And they basically said, well, that's already illegal, so there's no re- re- need for any new legislation. But they didn't really come right out and say, uh, uh, you know, whether they support this or not. The NRA has supported, uh, you know, uh, I don't think they supported the bump stock ban, but they there have been some, you know, gun control legislation they've supported in the past. In my in my mind, the NRA is more of a gun manufacturing lobby than a gun rights lobby. But all in all, you know, there it will be interesting to see where they side on this. Do you think that there's a, a and maybe not just with guns, but do you think, especially with the internet, that there's a schism between the actual activists and the lobbies? And, and with the internet, does that even matter anymore? So I'm not the biggest gun person. Um, so I, I can't, I'm not an expert in this area at all. I, right. I've, uh, <laughs> I'm super passionate about defending the second amendment, to be honest. Um, especially right. I will play the woman card as well. Um, because of that fact. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, so I'm just passionate about defending it. I, I don't know, uh, conflict between the two. I would say probably, um, but back to Trump really quick, you know, whenever he talks anything about the NRA or anything like that, I have a hard time uh, trusting what he's saying because I'm in the cabinet room or something and he's like, oh, you're just afraid of the NRA. He said that to a congressman or something. And then the next week he's like totally on board with the same guy. I'm just like, it's just the art of the deal, apparently. Um, so, yeah, I don't – when it comes to what he's saying, I, I, I wouldn't know. Uh, it, it's, it's just – it's people have so much power in certain areas, and you just have no idea what's going on behind the scenes and what blackmail is happening and what money is being transferred. It's just such a disgusting mess in, in D.C. And um, oh, so course. I would imagine – there's conflict in many areas. So, oh, absolutely. And I mean, with Trump, I, I, I have learned to, for many reasons, take Trump as a combination of entertainment value, and both for what he says and how he does it, and how so many people react to it. Like it's the worst thing that ever happened, and we're all going to die because he said this. Um, but also, I don't really like. He'll say, "Okay, I'm going to do such and such," or "I believe in such and such." And then however many hours or days later, it's the exact opposite. 
and he's just as passionate in that direction. And I can't imagine being a, a you know a legislator or, or you know someone in his cabinet trying to work. I, I can't imagine. Uh, so to me, I just I sit back and enjoy it. Um, I only bring it up because uh, it, it seems like there there are definitely some. I met a lot of people this week online who were like, I support the Second Amendment, but. And then they talk about why they're against, you know, 3D guns. And I think there's definitely some people, especially the older set, seem some of the older set, that the idea that like, no, you don't have to go to a store to buy it. No, you don't have to register it. You literally just print out files. And we're not there yet. It's still, there's still a lot of steps involved, but the technology will get there where eventually it will be like, I want this gun. I'm going to buy X amount of, you know, ballistic plastic printing material. And now I have a, now I have, you know, a ghost gun or whatever. And so a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm pro gun. It's like, oh, you mean you can just, anyone can print one out right now? Uh, no, I'm not, I'm I'm not pro, I'm not pro that. I, uh, yeah, I had a caller, uh, call in once to a show I was hosting and they are an NRA member. And she was telling me all of the things that she was anti about guns. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah. It's, it's crazy though. I mean, there are, there are people that are like, yeah, I'm a lifetime NRA member. Oh, but you definitely shouldn't be able to do this. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Then, you know, what, then why, why are you this passionate? It's like. I want to be able to do this, but oh, no, 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 that person. No, 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 no. They definitely, I don't want them to be able to do that. Uh, in fact, the NRA actually, they, there was legislation. They supported initially the legislation that said that if you had a felony uh, that you can't, you lose your ability, a uh, federal offense that you lose the ability to, ha- to have a weapon. And it's like, okay, but why? And they were like, yeah, because felons shouldn't have weapons. I'm like, do you know how many felonies there are? Like, I mean, there, there are yeah. a lot of, like, there are a lot of things that we do each week that it, at least some of it might be a felony, like yeah. a, a very, yeah. very slippery slope there. But yeah, um, true. anyway, so, uh, okay. So uh, as I'm sure, you know, a uh, big election or I guess moderate sized election day yesterday in what, Kansas, uh, uh, Michigan, Missouri, and maybe that was just it. Maybe it was just Kansas, Michigan, and Missouri. And uh, results were all over the place. Uh, oh, in Ohio, there was a special election in Ohio. This was kind of similar to the one that happened in in uh, in uh, Georgia uh, last year. The uh, it's a, a district that's very safe Republican, but the you know the Democrats were convinced that they were going to win it, and uh, and you know they they put all this money into it. They outspent the Republicans several times on, on what the Republicans spent on it. And the whole ridiculous thing is that. The uh, this election is only through to uh, November. Um, so so they're going to mm, have this election. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like this is for another two years because it's a it's a congressional seat. So they they're going to be it's only to fill that time between now and I guess January when yeah. when they when they sit yeah. the new Congress. So but it was it, it seemed I, I guess it was going to be a, um, you know, a, a, a morale booster, you know, a, 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 um, you know, that that kind of a victory for them that, you know, rally around the truth. We won a district that, you know, we never win. They lost. Um, they uh, uh, they lost uh, the election. It's close. So it looks like there's going to be a recount. But the the Republican was up like 2000 votes. Um, and so and, and so in my mind, OK, special election, you were able to uh, focus all of these resources into this. The blue wave is seeing is seeming like it's going to be less and less of of what I'm, I'm told it's going to be. And I'm told it's going to be a tsunami. Um, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine you're about to tell me you think the blue rate wave is real. But just how how exaggerated do you think it is? 
It's so stupid. Sorry. It's so dumb. These Democrats, okay, they see the size of Trump's rallies. I, before I could even have uttered the the word Trump, President Trump, uh, <laughs> I was against Trump. I, you know, very anti-Trump, whatever. I went to one of his rallies to see what was going on. I, at the time, was horrified. But um, <laughs> it, it was insane. And they are still that large. And the fact that they think there's going to be some blue tsunami is seriously stupid. And I, I like to be sort of objective when I look at these things because I don't want, you know, in November to, to be eating my words. So right, I'm truly right. saying that's insane. And they're saying it's like all of these people, part of the walkaway movement, there's so many, and they so they blame Russia for everything. So, you know, a Democrat loses last night, and Alyssa Milano tweeted that it was Russia because there was a Green Party candidate who took away votes, and suddenly the Green Party Which is candidate nev- that's is nev- Russia. That's never and happened like, before, by the way. Yeah, just get real for five minutes so you're not scared again about losing. You have to. So there's five stages of grief, right? They do not have the acceptance part of those five stages. Right. They are always in denial. They are always freaking out in anger. There's no acceptance. They just will refuse to to take on that stage of the, the grieving. They, they cycle between the first four and never get to. Yes, they that. are. It's like this horrible cycle. <laughs> and I feel so sorry for them. I hope someone helps them. Well, it's, it's crazy because so. I did not, and, and for those who, who do follow me, I'm not good at pre- uh, uh, predicting how elections are going to turn out. Uh, I'm good at predicting right. how uh, policy is going to turn out, uh, unfortunately, because I just take the most pessimistic view, and 90% of the time that's true. But uh, um, but I, I'm not good at, I did not think Trump was going to win. Um, he did lose the popular vote, whatever that's worth. But I did not think he was going to win Michigan. I didn't think he was going to win Wisconsin. I didn't think he was going to... Uh, he didn't win Virginia. I didn't think he was going to win Pennsylvania. I, I thought Hillary was going to win it. Um, and but but again, when he didn't, it was like, oh wow, he did. He he actually won. This ought to be fun. Um, people that were convinced, um, but I was also following the polling that it was tightening up towards the end there. So the people that were like, oh, he, you know, Hillary's way ahead. That was polling that was like two, three, four weeks before the election. That's not reliable in in that big of an election. And there was a major change happening. And it was mostly just uh, Hillary people dropping off. It, there wasn't a lot of growth and support for Trump. It was just Hillary people going, eh, never mind. Um, and uh, and so anyway, uh, a to think that it was that it was there has been no example. There's been no example of Russia hacking and changing votes or anything like that, or or anyone doing that. What there may have been, uh, it, it, taking the worst case scenario, is that the uh, people in the Trump campaign reached out to people in the Russian government who released information that was true about Hillary Clinton, which again is a crime. Uh, uh, But even the worst case scenario is just that it was still Hillary's fault. Like it was still because Hillary was so terrible and stuff about her was being released that people said no, no one's vote wasn't counted or, or, or I'm sure, well, I'm sure some people, there wasn't any mass, lack of vote counting or or vote changing or anything like that it was just people that were being exposed to something that maybe wasn't legal but it was probably good for them to hear that hillary was you know a total scumbag Mm -hmm. yeah and you know i mean 
there are so many people who, again, are in denial about that whole thing, where they truly want to think that there was collusion. And it doesn't help when Trump is, you know, talking to Putin and <laughs> in closed door meetings and things like that. I mean, right, I don't right, like right. of that. But also, it's just like, you know, that's business as usual. You just go on with it or whatever. Um, I am friends with two liberals. One believes there's collusion and the other is like, absolutely not. That is a conspiracy theory. Um, and so, you know, you meet different kind of people, but right. it's just so silly. And to keep blaming Russia and, oh, a green candidate, that's Russia. Like, guys, because you're going to ne- be so th- sad in November. There's, I feel so bad. there's never been third party candidates prior to Russia, right? Like, I mean, the, right. you know, like that. there's never been because the Libertarian Party certainly doesn't take, you know, some votes away from, you know, probably from more from Republican than, than Democrat. That's never happened yeah. either. Um, in fact, uh, um, uh, 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 what's Al Gore versus Bush. Um, that was another one where, you know, he lost because of Florida. And if yeah. even, I don't remember, half of the people that voted for Ralph Nader had voted for Al Gore, he would have been, he would have been won the election. Well, I have news for you. That's not because of Russia. It's because right. those people hated Al Gore as much as they hated George Bush and, yeah. and didn't care that their vote might mean that Bush would lose or Bush would win because they also hated Al Gore. So, you know, and again, I, I'm a libertarian. I don't, I don't vote libertarian. I don't vote. But uh, if I did vote, it would probably be libertarian party. And I wouldn't, I, there, I don't know of a Republican I'd vote for. So that's not Russia. That's, I wouldn't vote for them. So, you know, that, that, that's ridiculous to think that. I do tend to think, and again, my, my predictions are garbage. So take this with even, not even a great, just take it and throw it in the trash. Um, I do personally think that the Democrats will barely win enough seats to take the House. Uh, I don't think I think they're going to still lose seats in the Senate because of how the, the those elections, the, the seats that are up for grabs this time around. I think they're going to lose seats in the Senate. I think they're going to not do that well in the state uh, elect, you know, the state, the gubernatorial and, and, and state legislative elections. I think they might take the House, which scares me because Trump. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure how Trump's going to deal with a Democrat House. I, I think there's going to oh be a lot. There's going to be a lot of deal making that I, I, I probably will not uh, like. Yeah. Uh, but but I don't think I think anything short of this, you know, I, 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 hearing them, you know, they're like, first we win in November and then we try Trump for treason, and I, it's like anything short of a complete Democrat takeover of both houses, followed by you know. The, the you know the the, the military uh, you know arresting Trump and and in being tried on the public square. like anything short of this you know uh, fantasy that that is is not going to happen and, and they could even possibly not win the house I, I think it's gonna it's possible that that's going to be even more devastating uh, to them than than twenty than you know Trump being elected uh, was yeah yeah and <laughs> this is sort of sidestepping but um. <clears throat> Uh, did you hear about the Kentucky Secretary of State or whatever? Her name's Allison Lundgren Grimes or I oh, Allison Lunderman Grimes or something like that. Yeah. yeah, she was like making fun of Rand Paul being assaulted when his neighbor like oh, hit him or broke his ribs right, or whatever. Right, she right, was, right. Like, she was like, many folks say that Rand Paul can't be beat. They're worried he might be too well liked. I don't buy that. Just ask his na- just ask his neighbor. He can be beaten. <gasps> and so all I think about is Michelle Obama saying hi 
And it's like really because I know Trump says like, oh, I want to punch him in the face. Right. So, right. But but this is like I thought liberals and the left were all about going high, taking the high road. This is another reason that they are not going to win in uh, the midterms. Yeah, I, 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 I hadn't heard of that. I only know that name because um, when she ran against I think it was Mitch McConnell, she had this ridiculous ad that just kept saying her name over and over again. And it was like yeah. Allison Lenderman Grimes. And it was like the sing songy thing. And so uh, I'll never forget that name. So it was effective that way, uh, in yeah. that I'll never forget the name Allison Lenderman Grimes. But um I also hated it and I hate that fact. And even if she agreed with me politically, I wouldn't vote for her because of what she's done to my brain, uh hardwiring yeah. it to remember that absurd name. Um so yeah, so that that uh, uh but I hadn't heard of that. But um so the the yeah, so the Democrats appear to have lost the special election which again does not bode well for November. Um, the all of the uh, uh, that lady uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, yeah. um, everyone she endorsed lost um, in, in the in the primaries. Um, oh. You know that was going to be a big you know the the big the the post Bernie Democratic Socialist wave uh, fell apart at the seams. Um, on the I guess more revolutionary side of the Republican Party, uh, Austin Peterson. Who was the uh, who was a candidate for president with the Libertarian Party the last time around? He lost to Gary Johnson. He uh, ran and came in fourth uh, in in Missouri, uh, 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 and it kind of so it, it felt a lot like I didn't follow all the election results, but just seeing like what happened, it seemed like most voters kind of doubled down on their party's establishment and were like, "No, we're going to go with a safe bet," and it seems like. Both yeah. sides are so scared that the other side's going to win. They're like, we're not messing around at all. We're just going to pick the, you know, who we perceive to be the safest candidates and uh, and and go from there. You know, I, I it was kind of interesting to me. Alexandria, uh, she said in Bernie's uh, video, she's like, let's flip it red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. Why would you even post that, Bernie? I, are you senile? Like, I feel bad for saying that, but honestly. He posted that on his Twitter. Yeah. I'm like, can you fix the video? Yeah, this wasn't this wasn't a live <laughs> a live goof. Years. You like put it on there afterwards, yeah. Oh my gosh, what a mess! They're just a mess all around. Uh, even Candace Owens yesterday, I was watching Fox. Yes, I watch Fox. Um, she was talking about how the Antifa people who were attacking her and Charlie Kirk in the restaurant stunk because they don't don't bathe as like a protest to society because society wants you to like wash yourself or something so they literally are you know being so rebellious that they're like no we're not gonna you know smell good it's insane they're just a mess <laughs> it's like anything that you say well there's that meme that says uh you know oxygen that that uh trump tweets i love oxygen sweet sweet life-giving oxygen and the left like you know put bags on their heads and, and, and yes. you know, until they <laughs> choke to death because you know i'm not gonna you know uh, uh i'm not gonna you know conform to society's need for oxygen um so um i felt bad for the peterson people i have a lot of friends that were you know peterson freedom ninjas and all of that so shout out to freedom ninjas if you're watching this i i I definitely empathize with you. Um, I I personally never thought he was going to win, and and not because he wasn't didn't do as as good of a job as he possibly could have, and his supporters definitely did. But um, you know, most voters, and this is why I'm not a huge fan of thinking that there's an a, an electoral 
I'm sure, you know, I, I support people that, that, that think that there is and, and, you know, you know, I, I, anyone who wants to try, I'm certainly welcome to, but, uh, most people want to be controlled to some extent. And yeah. so, and Austin Peterson, who, again, you know, I look like an extremist even compared to him, but on the, on the spectrum of what's considered normal politics, the things that he was, you know, saying that he supported as basically, a, a you know, a minarchist libertarian, um, people were, you know, uh, horrified. Um, and, and so he came in fourth. Now, with that said, if you look at his numbers that he did in the primary, if a, some, a member of the Libertarian Party got those kind of numbers, they'd be, you know, uh, celebrating in the streets that they did that well. So it's really just, the, you know, yeah. the fact that the Republican Party has that many more voter of, of, of a voter yeah. base. So, I mean, it, it definitely speaks well to how Austin did, but I feel bad for him. I know you probably have a lot of Freedom Ninja friends as well. Uh, uh, so I feel bad, but honestly, he did about as well as I, as I, he did better than I expected him to do, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's such a bummer. And hopefully in the future, he's going to get something in the future. He's bound to. So, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that. He's, he, and for whatever this were, and this is a big Trump thing. He looks the part, right? Like he looks like he would get elected to Senate. Um, so, um, hopefully, uh, as people can start uh, 3D printing their own guns, they're like, you know what, this this whole freedom thing sounds good. Because I think that's going to be one of those things. Again, anytime something's private, people will have this public persona of I'm against this. But then mm-hmm. so there are going to be plenty of people who are against 3D printing of guns who are 3D printing guns at home. It's like how, um, you know, uh, they say at any given time, uh, a third of the bandwidth of the Internet is being used on pornography. And yeah. so, and yet a third of Americans aren't saying like, I'm really into porn, but yeah. you know, you know, but it's one of those, if it's private, you know, all of a sudden a bunch of anti-porn people, you know, you don't know what they're doing. And I think the same thing as the ability to do things from the privacy of your home, like make a firearm yeah. are going to be available. I think it's going to slowly change people's minds. And then that next generation that's like, well, I grew up with my mom printing guns. So what, you know, I'm, I'm fine with it. I, I do think that, you know, I do think that that's going to bring about more desire for freedom because yeah. people are used to just doing whatever they want from home. I, I hope that's what will happen, but we'll see. Another uh, another electoral thing that happened that, that there's not really any upside to this. Um, in Missouri, voters uh, overturned the right to work law. So uh, the legislature had, had, had passed it and... Um, uh, whatever the guy's name, they got impeached. Uh, the governor, um, he he signed into law, but there's some something in Missouri law that if enough signatures are, are signed, that it, it they can suspend the rule and, and and until there's an actual referendum on it. The unions were able to do that, um, and so they they voted on uh, they voted on uh, uh, they they put they they put a lot of money into saying you know this is going to end unions, this rule will end unions, there'll never be any unions ever again. And so they overturned it. It was actually pretty decisive. Like it was like 67% of people voted to overturn uh, right to work. And, uh, and you know, only 30 something percent voted for it. Um, I can't imagine that you're, that you're any more pro, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, labor union than I am. Uh, what I found interesting was that their argument was this rule will end labor unions. Well, all the rule said is, is that if you don't want to be in the labor union, you don't have to. Right, which so, says a lot about 
you know, what you're forcing people to do. If it, you're it, exactly on forcing people to do it, maybe you should stop doing it. That's the th- that's the thing. Like to me, uh, and and anytime anyone brings up this stuff, I'm like horrible. And, and this is government stuff in general, but 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 you know, any kind of forced anything. And I say, okay, if 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 allowing people to choose something will end it, why will it end it? And if yeah. it will it end it because they're all all or most of them are going to say they don't want to be members. Well, if if that's the case, why are we forcing them to do it? Like, there's not really yeah. a good argument for forcing someone to do it. And it's just crazy to me that that. And again, this was a fear mongering. You know, they're gonna you know take away your. You're going to have to work weekends and, and they're going to take away your sick pay or whatever. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it, there was a lot of fear mongering in a in a in a rust belt state that, you know, is, is scared of that type of thing. Uh, I do think unions are still going to lose in the long run now that they can't force people to pay dues. Um, yes. But uh, so, OK, great. You're a member. I don't want to pay. All right. Uh, you know what? I, that, so I, I do think long term, it's still, you know, I said um, when they passed that that Janus ruling, that they effectively defunded the Democratic Party long term when they when they passed that rule. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I don't uh, you know I I don't think they're going to be here very long and 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 union membership now is down to like I think eight percent of the workforce um and that includes government workers so I I think this is more of a sort of a a, a blip in 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 you know a, one last final you know victory for them or something but it was kind of disconcerting that that you know a messaging campaign could could change that but do, you know do you think that do you how does a labor union continue to function if they're not going to be able to make any money like get any dues well so if if you can hear me I hope you can um, I hear you. I, think, I can hear you. um so I think there's a time and place for everything. Um, so in the past, I I don't think that unions were totally out of line for what they were fighting for. Right. Um, now, obviously, things have been fixed and there's no longer a need, which means there will be some people who try to create a need right. um, out of nothing, which is where we run into problems. And what what is what is what the left literally hinges everything on? It's actually like feminism even. So a while ago, I believe there was a need, of course, um, you know, women's suffrage, everything like that, of course. But now when, you know, there are equal pay laws and there are things that uh, are completely equal, they're just manufacturing crap to fight over. Uh, And that's that's so divisive. And it it turns our country into um, a totally divided nation, which makes it easier for the people in power to uh, attain more power, which is in, in my opinion, kind of like the union situation. I think they should just be done with it. Now <laughs> we kind of all are on the same page with most of what workers deserve. And um, you can't just keep forcing people to do things that they, they don't want to do. It's just, it's, there's not a justifiable way to go about that. Um, so I just think it, it'll eventually crumble. Um, and I think more people are waking up to, uh, you know, these, these forced sort of manufactured problems and they're, they're done with it. And so I think we'll see, you know, things like that crumble, thankfully. Yeah. (laughs) It's about Uh, time. Yeah. And I mean, it comes down to like, very simply let people decide if they want to or not. Why is that? radical right like, if they're, exactly if they're, if they're radical people and it's just like again mind your business do what you want to do bye right. like, yeah if, if there's a if there is a uh substantial need for labor unions 
then people yeah. will join them. Like, you know, yeah. you won't you won't have a threat of of, you know, it ending because everyone's like, yeah, no, I, I think I'm good. And um, yeah, specifically with like you were saying with feminism, um, we're now I don't think I think we're on the third wave of feminism where it's like it's like you said, they, they keep having to create a new problem. So originally first wave feminism, I, I think at, at this point, we're all pretty much first wave feminists. Women yeah. have the same rights as men. Women are not property. Uh, women yeah. should be able to, you know, uh, seek the same employment. They should be able to, you know, not have children if they don't want. They shouldn't have to get married and forced into marriage. They shouldn't, you know, they should have sexual autonomy. If you don't want to have sex yeah. with someone, you should not. That, that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not a fan of women's suffrage, but I'm also not a fan of men's suffrage. So uh, really, I don't want anyone to vote. But that's a that's another subject. Um, uh, but, but I understand the argument if, if men can vote, obviously women can vote too. So I think we're all in agreement there. Then second wave feminism came around and it was like, um, well, men are bad and masculinity is toxic and bad. And, uh, and, you know, uh, uh, women shouldn't even want to be wives and, and, you know, burn our bras and all of that stuff. And now there's third wave feminism, which is anyone can be a woman. Uh, uh, I'm a woman. I can be a woman. You can be a not woman. And, uh, but also men are still terrible unless I identify as a woman. Like it, 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 it seems like it's, it, I I look forward to what the next, uh, wave of feminism is, which I think is just going to be like, like a, like a, a LSD conniption fit or something like that. Like, you know, they're, they're not even words. They're just like, um, uh, so, uh, it, it, I, I find that very, very interesting. So, so are, are you telling me you don't consider yourself a a feminist activist? No, and I don't think a lot of people who realized what they're advocating for would either. Right. Um, you're, right now, you're seeing it circle back to men dominating in areas that you, as a feminist, fought to help. So now we have uh, trans women, right, right, men, right. whatever beating women in their own games uh, you know running racing or doing wrestling and all of these things it's like you're circling back to men dominating you and that's right, exactly insane. in your own space so it's uh hilarious. caitlin and also also you should you know have the government uh no actually citizens be paying for your tampons like come on it's like four dollars a month get over yourself i thought you're a strong independent woman apparently not it's just ridiculous right 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 yeah no i i when Caitlyn Jenner won uh, Woman of the Year yes. first, and it was like, we've now come I... completely full circle where a, yeah. a someone who lived as a white man for 50 something years is Woman of the Year. And, you know, like, like you said, like now you're being dominated by men again. There was that, oh, what was her name? Fallon something, the, the uh, tra- tra- a trans woman, a biological male who was in UFC or I don't think UFC, yeah. but in, in MMA just beating the crap out of women and like unhinging their jaws and like, because it's a, it's a man, it's a biological male. And again, I'm not getting into the whole, if someone wants to identify as a woman, right. I, I, I don't really but care. I'm, like I'm yeah. fine with that. Like I have some very close loved ones that are yeah. transgender, yeah. whatever. That's not my struggle. You know, I I've had to deal with stuff. If that's their thing, I'm fine with it. I support whatever they want to do. This is a biological male beating the crap out of women in a space that's supposed to be for biological women to fight each other. And no one is allowed to say, um, I don't think that he, she, whatever you want to call her should be doing that because 
you know, she still has a totally different bone and muscle structure than the, than the women that, that she's fighting. Um, so, but, and it's, and, and we'll fight it to the death. I think the next thing is obviously I think transracialism is down the road and this will be, and I I tell people Chad Equa is coming, right? So he, he will be Chad, but he will then decide that he is a strong, independent black woman and that doesn't need a man. And, and anyone, including actual biological women who are biologically black, anyone who tries to tell him different is going to be a racist and a bigot and a Nazi and a fascist. And Mm -hmm. at at that point, I think we will have reached peak left. Yeah. Well, and you see with the gender stuff, uh, the left says that gender is a social construct. You see that uh, anyone can just be gender fluid, all of these things. But when you see a man is physically winning at all the girls' sports, you're seeing that gender is different. It's just like there is obviously a difference. And it's just, it's so funny because we just have this circle of liberalism and, you know, it's like a cat chasing its tail or it's just crazy. Well, and it's, and so I'm somewhat sympathetic to the gender argument because like you said, difference between sex and and gender. I don't, again, with gender, if someone's like, you know, I don't feel like a man, I feel like a woman. Okay, that's fine. That's, I, I'm okay with that. And that's your life to live. And it's really none of my business. Um, but I do think that to then go and say, well, bio- biology means nothing. Right. That's garbage. Like that's, that's clearly not true. That's a, yeah. And, and it's going to hurt people because there are, and I'm not a medical expert there, there are scenarios where in an emergency room, it's good to know who you're dealing with. And if you have someone that's had surgeries and everything else where it may not yeah. immediately be apparent what you're dealing with biologically, you know, that could be a life or death thing. And, uh, you know, and it, it's crazy to me. Like I, 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 and again, that separating the whole sex and gender thing, if, if yeah. gender is a completely subjective thing, then why are there only two of them? Because that's the other thing. If there, if, if gender is whatever I feel like, why aren't there 600,000 genders because, or, or 7 billion genders? Well, and to me, it's a little frustrating personally, sometimes when, uh, there are, men who say that they feel as they liked pink or they wore heels when they were four years old, all these stereotypical things about women. And that, that frustrates me because it's like, I don't like pink and I'm still wholeheartedly a woman. And, you know, I've always been a tomboy. And so that part, that's what gets me. I read in magazines. It's like, well, I wore women's clothes when I was four and five. And I'm just like, that's not what defines a woman. Right. But- get it i get it i'm just saying that's right. not what defines it maybe expand on that a little bit right right yeah well and that's the thing i've yeah. seen a, i've met a lot of women uh including like feminist activists who have said like how dare you call yourself a woman you have no idea what it's like to be a woman i you know i have yeah. had to deal with you know uh, uh uh several situations where i was afraid i was going to get raped and i've had mm-hmm. to deal with menstruation and i've had to deal with you know uh uh you know controlling uh, uh, and I, I mean, everyone can deal with a controlling spouse, but a physically controlling spouse. And I yeah. had to deal with, you know, all, all sorts of things. And now because you, uh, you know, are, are wearing a dress, you're a woman and I have to identify you as a woman and, and all of that. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm a very live and let live type of person, but what I don't like is people being bullied into, uh, having to affirm it. Right. So I'm okay yeah. with it, yeah. but if someone exactly. else is not cool with it, then they have the right to not be cool with it. And the fact yeah. that that hurts your feelings is not 
a reason to it's definitely not a reason to use the force of law to force them into it but it's really not even a reason to try to socially pressure them like let them they you think what you think and yeah. and they, how would you like them to socially pressure you into having to be a man and 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 not say that you're a woman so then let them do their thing too right like i mean yeah 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 so anyway so that's that's i i uh i i'm and i consider myself pretty moderate on the issue like i'm not a hardcore you wear pants if you're a man type of thing like i'm not i'm not that guy but like um but you know uh and and i also wonder how many like they used to be called tomboys right like there were there were women that were into playing with boys and they were into doing that kind of stuff how many of them are being told at seven eight years old oh well you're a man is what it is like i don't know that that stuff that's scary and frustrating because yeah i i've always you know played football with the boys i've always done all of those things and i i love being a girl (laughs) i'm glad no one told me i was a man when i was a kid (laughs) well and some of that's puberty right like i mean i wasn't like a big i wasn't into like and I'm, i'm still even not now i was never into like you know, uh, uh, you know, mud racing and, 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 you know, hunting and stuff like that. I was more of a, you know, I was into computers and into like reading and things like that, you know, more, I guess, intellectual things or whatever, you know, now when puberty hit, I was like, Oh, I'm a man now, but, uh, uh, you know, I, am definitely a, a, a male, but I, I'm sure there are a lot of men and women that, you know, boys and girls that who knows what they, you know, they haven't right. even hit puberty yet. They're not even getting their yeah. hormones yet. Leave them alone. Oh, like let, let them live their lives. And, and, yeah. and if it's manifesting as like, Oh, I want to be a girl. Maybe there's something else going on there that has nothing to do with gender identity. And it's like, you know, there's like an emotional issue in the house or something. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I, sure. I, I could go on with that uh, uh, forever, but uh, Ellie Mae, thank you so much for joining us. I just want to give you a chance to, you know, if there's any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to share with our audience, please feel free to do that. My final thought is a question for you. Have you ever been told that you should move to Somalia? Today? Not yet. Uh, 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 Somalia, uh, North Korea. I get a lot. Move to North Korea. And I'm like, North Korea is the most uh, authoritarian country on earth. Oh, no, but I had someone to say, oh, if you like anarchy, you should move to North Korea. And I'm like, I don't think you know what anarchy is. Like, I, I, yeah, I, think, like what? I, think, I think maybe we should re-circle re- around after you've done some reading about anarchy. Um, and Venezuela. Uh, Venezuela is an anarchy. And it's like, no, Venezuela is in a post-socialist chaos. That's not anarchy. Um, uh, oh, my gosh. So um, now, do you get the Somalia thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> I just know it happens. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm no, sorry I, that I, I definitely get it. That. Especially North Korea. What? That's so weird. Yeah, but I do get the Somalia or just the general leave. I get a lot of leave, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. And they're like, yeah, but you should leave. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to leave. But um, it's dumb because I, I don't like that either. It's like if you don't like it, leave. Where I have some of that sentiment in my feelings about certain people who are like trying to get us to be a communist country. It's like, oh my gosh, there are so many that exist. Can you just go there and stop trying? Yes, to yeah, I'm w- I'm with um, you there. Yeah, I'm with you there. But but at the same time, it's like you shouldn't just be like, oh, leave if you don't like it. We all should be able to be, you know, trying to make our country better. We don't just abandon it because we're frustrated with something. Anyway, yeah. Well, it's. Yeah, I mean, so I tend to be uh, when someone's like, 
you know, we don't have socialized healthcare like XYZ country. And I'm like, you know, you could, you could move there and, yeah, and get you could that. try it out. <laughs> yeah. Like try it out maybe. Cause if someone wants to make me do more stuff, I'm like, go somewhere where that's already happening and leave me alone. Right. But if yeah, someone's more. like, yeah, yes. if someone has a criticism of like, you know, I would like this to end or I would like what I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. And I think if, if someone was like, I hate America and I hate American people and I hate, you know, yeah. everyone around me, I'd probably be like, well, maybe you should move. Cause it sounds like you don't like it here. Yeah. yeah. That, that I would probably, it wouldn't be a forceful thing, but it'd be like, it sounds like maybe you'd be happier somewhere else. But, uh, yes. but yeah, when, uh. But when and there are people like that, like people accuse me of hating America. I don't hate anyone, but there are legitimate people who are like I hate America and I hate American people and I hate what the everything that this stands for and I hate everything. And it's like, all right, well, I mean, I, I definitely am the first person to to enjoy breaking down some of the fallacies in American history and talking about you know the system of government. There's nowhere I have, I don't have an illusion that there's really a better place at, at the moment. And I'm yeah. from here and I own property here and yeah. uh, you know leave me alone, but. But when someone's just like, I hate everything about America and I hate American people and they make me sick and they're all racist. And I'm like, you know, I, I think, I think, yeah, I think yeah. maybe you should take a nice long vacation and see if you're not also miserable in Spain yeah. or wherever you think is better. Um, but yeah, no, I get, I get Somali a lot. I get, um, I love that. And you've done this before. Uh, you know, do you use the roads? And uh, whenever you ask it, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. You're right. I didn't think of the roads. But uh, uh. I'll expound upon something politically and people will be like, yeah, but did you know that the government makes roads? And I just, Oh really? I love that. I, I want to picture the person. I try to picture the mindset of someone who's like, I've got them. They've never thought of roads. And that I'll be like, Oh my gosh, the government makes roads. What was I thinking? Like, you know, (laughs) this goes back to what I was saying about us not having the ability to think that we can be self-sufficient. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, okay, that's the only answer. (laughs) It's not (laughs) one of my, one of my uh, friends, uh, Taylor uh, Millard Millard. He's such a good friend. I don't know how to say his last name. Anyway. um, He, uh, he is a a blogger on hotair.com and he, he's a libertarian, a minarchist and he wrote something and someone wrote it. He wrote something about um, uh, how he would prefer there to be no taxes in talking about something with the corporate tax rate or something. And one of the commenters was like, and his comments, if you ever go to hotair.com and look at, at t- poor Taylor's comments, they, he, he feeds on their hate. Um, but they, uh, they, one, of, one of the people wrote, how can you be against taxes? Don't you know that the government does, and they list all these things, roads, bridges, but... One of the things they listed was the Grand Canyon. Oh my gosh. Which is What? You know, guys, before taxation there was no Grand Canyon, of course. Oh, no. Don't tell me this stuff. And so <laughs> and, like the grand like, millions of years this thing has supposedly been around. Even if you're a, a young earth creationist, thousands of years yeah. this thing has been around. And uh and yeah, Grand Canyon and then someone else wrote Yellowstone Park, which is still a park, not necessarily Yellowstone. So, so now whenever Taylor writes anything, I comment, "Why do you hate the Grand Canyon?" Um, which is sort yeah. of which is sort of my move to Somalia. Um, so, okay, well, I want to promote before we go. I want to promote your stuff. So, Red, Right, and True is your Facebook page. Yes. Yes. So and what, uh, Instagram. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. So, tell me, like, what do you what what kind of stuff do you put there? 
I just, I've, uh, I've been around, you know, making videos for about six years, but I, I kind of stopped for probably two. Um, and I just started revamping sort of my video style and, uh, that's what I post mostly, um, and some memes occasionally and, uh, you know, some commentary once in a while, but I like to discuss things even with crazy leftists. Actually, I don't really engage with the crazy ones, but I do engage with, um, liberals and I think it's fine to talk. It's an opportunity to maybe shed some light in areas they aren't aware of, um, but uh, yeah, so I make videos and they're usually one to two minutes long, super short about how I don't care that taxes go to making roads. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I do that and kind of post updates on my own life a little bit. And then Instagram, I started and it's been gaining so many followers. It's crazy. I can't believe I didn't do it earlier. Um, so I, I post the videos there as well and uh, motivational quotes. It's kind of become a thing somehow. So, yeah. Nice. So motive. So a combination of, of hardcore uh, conservative politics and motivational quotes. Yeah, it's weird. So like it just kind of organically happened. But this is how pretty it looks. I don't know if you can see it, but it's really pretty and colorful. And yeah, so it's awesome. <laughs> okay, good. And I will put it in the show notes so that people can uh, can follow you on your Red, Right, and True and also on your uh, Instagram. Well, Ellie may stick around with me for, for a little bit. We're going to sign off. Um, but uh, guys, thank you again so much for watching and for uh, suffering through my last couple episodes where we were having some live streaming issues and uh uh we uh i i look forward to seeing you uh again on the uh, next episode of my fellow americans
Summer doesn't exist anymore. Best case scenario, I get to finish the tour. Then chill with the gust in August before I march and march again. Day quill in April. I know how cold this art can get. My head hurt and I must have a lot on my mind. When I got time on my hands, they put hands on my time. Please.